Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's word through his special servant. And now, today's message. Amen and amen. It's my signature. So if I don't say it, maybe it's not me preaching. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Proof producers. Proof producers. And that is the theme for this year's prophetic eagles convocation. About 16 years ago, the Lord gave me a prophetic vision. And in a vision, as I was in prayer, the Lord carried me. You know, when we talk about these visions, sometimes it sounds very strange. That, hey, how can you be there and say that you are seeing things? And what did you see? In fact, uh, when, if you go to medical school or you go to any health training institution and they start, te- they start teaching you about people seeing things, then we are talking about illusions, we are talking about delusions, we are talking about hallucinations. It means that you have, you have uh, entered into a state of psychosis. Sometimes they call it psychotic disorders. Glory to Jesus Christ. And so when we come out and we are saying that we are seeing things, people who have studied in that arena sometimes are like, no, these people, there must be something wrong with them. There's a madness that they are carrying. There's a madness that they are carrying. But hasn't it been that way? Anybody who ever did anything extraordinary was once described as being mad. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. So I had this vision. And as I was praying, the Lord opened my eyes. And in the realm of the spirit, I saw myself being elevated and lifted into the clouds. And as I kept going up higher, the Lord showed me great companies of mighty eagles. And were flying at top speed. So fast that it was a bit difficult to follow what was happening then in the spirit in the vision that i was seeing the lord brought me brought my attention to a particular set of eagles great in company one mighty eagle flying ahead of them and the lord began to speak to me and the lord said that these eagles represent the end time overcomers that i am raising a generation an army of overcomers a mighty army that are going to mark the end times and are going to mark uh, the days just ahead of the second coming of or not the second coming, but the the return of our great lord and savior jesus christ into the earth the coming of our lord to come and take his place according as he had already said that he will be coming so he said that these eagles or these overcomers are going to manifest to an extent the glory of the world to come the glory of God in this earth realm even before the, come, the final day of the Lord. So in talking about the glory of God, talking about the power of God and the miracles of God, God is bringing to understanding that there is a realm that he's bringing the church into where we experience the glories of heaven on earth. The Bible tells us about uh, the land, uh, the promised land, when God delivered the children of Israel from the land of Egypt. He said that he was sending them to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. Even one point in time, he described it as a land which is like heaven on earth. 
which is like heaven on earth. So, before the coming of our master, God is going to give his children an experience which shall be like heaven on earth. Which shall be like heaven on earth. God wants us to come to a place of dominion and authority that will be so great that will, be, will start manifesting to an appreciable measure. What is the full intent of his purpose concerning the world, concerning humanity, concerning his creation? So the Bible says that the endless expectation of the creation is for the manifestation of the sons of God. Uh, Romans chapter number 8, verse number 19. All creation is groaning, yearning towards something. There's a, a place uh, that is in the soul of every one of God's creature that tells them that there's something more than what we are seeing. There's something more than what we are experiencing. There's a glory beyond. There's a higher realm of existence, but that realm has not been attain yet. So inside of all of God's creation, there is a certain hunger, a certain desire, a certain longing to enter into this realm of manifestation. When we enter into that realm of manifestation, it is a realm of consummation. That means that it is a realm of fulfillment where everything would have been done. Everything would have been finished. To us who are born again, it is a realm of maturity. It is a realm of maturity. It's a realm of maturity. And God has been training us and preparing us. And there are moves of God all over the world. But what is it? The body of Christ must come into a place of readiness. We must begin to learn and understand and align ourselves with what the Lord is saying. We have been carnal for too long. We have doubled in the mundane for too long. We have been scared like the rest of the world for too long. No, we must rise up in our glory. We must rise up in our position. We must rise up in our power as the children of God and learn how to take destiny into our hands and begin to turn things around and align things according to God's purpose for our lives. Glory to Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter number 1, the verse number 8, the, uh, Jesus told his disciples something and that is going to be uh, probably the central text of all that I'm going to be sharing with you uh, go willing this week. He said that by you shall receive power. Say I receive power. If you're a Christian without power, you are not a Christian. Every Christian, when you have the Holy Ghost, you shall have power. He said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And he said, you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. When Jesus will ascend into heaven, he began to speak to his disciples. The Bible says that he gave them instructions regarding the kingdom by the Spirit of God. And in his instructions, the disciples realized that Jesus was making uh, uh, allusions to the kingdom of God. So in Acts chapter number 1, you read from the verse uh, 4 downwards, they began asking things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And asking, when shall this kingdom come? That is when Jesus said, uh, it does not concern you what God the Father has kept unto his knowledge. He has kept these things to himself so you shouldn't concern yourself with these things. But what you should concern yourself is that you are supposed to receive a certain power. He said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. This is what is said that until he comes, until the kingdom of God is fully manifested. This is the work that is going on in the earth. You shall receive power. 
you shall receive power yes there's a kingdom that we are supposed to go to yes there's a place that the lord jesus said he has prepared for us but he said that whilst we are on this earth this is the vision that he has for us this is how he wants our lives to go this is what we should be building and working on he said but you you who are the, who is he talking about the children of god the christians those who have believed in the lord jesus you shall receive power so this is supposed to be your focus this is supposed to be your focus that you shall receive power and when you receive the power when the holy ghost comes he said you shall be witnesses unto me witnesses of me so until the lord comes until the kingdom of god comes what he is expecting us the assignment for the church is to be witnesses of christ witnesses of christ witnesses of christ and he said that not just sitting in a church auditorium and then finding ourselves or dancing or jumping and celebrating or looking out for beloveds uh, you know sometimes when people come to church they, they look around wondering who <laughs> especially when they, they are at a certain age 23 24 and they, and they come oh so doing uh, nowadays we don't do that dancing or friend thing but and then they'll be looking out hallelujah while we are watching and praying some are dancing and watching <laughs> hallelujah glory to jesus christ amen and amen yeah he said that that shouldn't be the reason why you are in church he said that when you come to church the assignment for the church is that will be witnesses of jesus christ witnesses of jesus christ and he said that in jerusalem in judea in samaria and unto the ends of the earth when i think about these things my mind begins to shake within me because it means that many of us have limited the vision of god to just a small realm but god said that when we receive that power from the holy ghost the end of our limits is the ends of the earth and we are supposed to keep growing towards that end so we have been called to be witnesses of christ proof producers are witnesses of christ proof producers are what witnesses of christ you need to get that into your spirit as a proof producer you are a witness of christ who is a witness one that comes to give an account one that comes to tell of something that he has seen something that he has heard so you go to a, a courtroom and then uh, they say they are presenting a witness what that witness is supposed to do is to testify of something that he has seen she has seen so when we talk about being witnesses we are supposed to come and testify about christ testify something give a, a certain message it's amazing there is a particular message that god wants us to share with the world it is our testimony so we are called to be witnesses to tell the world about jesus christ to be the ones who give that testimony for them to know the account so a witness is one that gives accounts that gives account of an incident whether of what happened in that incident whether it is true or not true so the judges and the uh, jury and anybody else who's listening listens to the witnesses and makes a decision or comes to a, play, a, a, a judgment on that matter are, are we understanding something over here but as i was meditating on this 
the Lord said something to me. And he said that, did you notice that these witnesses are not just ordinary witnesses? In most cases of witnesses, we are talking about people who come and give vocal or verbal testimonies. Who come and give lip service. That, oh, this is what I saw. And this is what happened. And this is what, that, that which happened. That one is lip service. That one you can do it easily. But did you notice that these particular witnesses, he said that they are supposed to receive power before they can witness. Meaning these are not supposed to be ordinary witnesses. If the message of Jesus Christ was just about giving accounts, that doesn't need power. Listen, if anybody over here is a teacher, do you need power before you go and teach? Because you just went to school, so you have an information that you, have, you can share with them. So you don't need power. You don't speak in tongues. Hey, one plus one is equal to. No, you don't need that. You don't need power. You don't need power. Hey, come, come and sit here. You know, teacher, come and sit here. You don't need power. Good children don't do this. Say, because I'm a good child, you don't need power for that. You don't need power. Photosynthesis, you don't need power for that. Are you understanding me? Now, let's take it a bit further. You are, you witness a crime take place and then you go into a courtroom to go and give an account. You don't need power for that. All you need is your memory and your ability to speak. But the Bible says that for these witnesses to be able to do their job, then they need power. Immediately, your mind should go to a, to a place of understanding that these witnesses, their witness is no ordinary witness. It's not just about coming to speak something as a testimony. You, when you have power, power is given to do things. Power is granted to do things, to cause changes. So it means that these witnesses that he's talking about are beyond ordinary lip service witnesses, but people who demonstrate the message, who demonstrate their testimony. I was, as I was studying, the Lord asked me to just look up the dictionary meaning of the word witness. And one of the meanings of the word witness is somebody who provides proof. Somebody who provides proof. So, what these end time witnesses of Christ are supposed to be are proof producers. Now, this is very important. Why? Because our message is a spectacular message. Our message does not make sense. We are our message is that a man that everybody saw die. He died even before the, the other people who were crucified with him died. In fact, they, they didn't even die. They broke their legs and they took them off and they went to kill them or they went to die later. But the man died. Everybody saw him die. The Bible said when he was on the cross, they were so confused that he had died so quickly that one of the Roman soldiers, he took his spear and he pierced his side just to make sure that the man was dead. Come on, if you are pretending to be dead and I'm piercing you with a, a, a spear, you, can you be pretending over there? The Bible says, when he pierced him out of the side of Jesus Christ, came water and blood. They had been separated. This this is a message for another day. But then, once the blood came out of him, surely all his blood had drained. Even if he was pretending to be dead, the the Bible says, the the life of the flesh is in the blood. His life had come out. Everybody knew that Jesus was dead. Everybody knew that Jesus had died. The Bible said they took him from the cross and then he was placed in a tomb. 
a tomb of a rich man called Joseph of Arimathea. The Bible says that when he was placed over there, the, 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 the leaders, the Jewish leaders, went to tell the Roman uh, leaders that, and that this man, when he was alive, he used to stir up people by telling them a lot of lies. And he told them that ah, he would die and he would resurrect again. So, in, for, 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 and, and if, if he, he resurrects, or something happened that looks like he has resurrected, the problem will be worse than before. Because everybody in this world looks for things that are bizarre, weird, spectacular. Spectacular. Why do you think sometimes people, you see people, I, I, I'm told, I've not been there before, but maybe somebody over here has gone there before. But I'm told that sometimes when you go to shrines, they, they are accused over there. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Please don't pretend that you have not Maybe, uh, some of you are out of a sudden steamed up. I'm beginning to suspect you. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. That's just by the way. But then it is because, and it is true actually. A lot of people consult spiritual spiritualists. A lot of people consult spiritualists because supernatural things are real and supernatural things attract attention. So if this man said that I would die and in three days I will resurrect again and he truly does resurrect, even those who did not believe him whilst he was alive, now they will say that, ah, there must be a truth to what he's saying. So the Jewish leader said that, hey, told the Roman leaders that no, do something, assign some soldiers to stand at the entrance of the tomb so that his disciples don't come and steal his body and then later come and deceive us that the man has resurrected. Because when they cannot find his body, then it gives truth or credence to the fact that the man must surely have resurrected. Hallelujah. So this is the message. The Bible tells us that on the third day, truly, according to his word, Jesus resurrected. But when he resurrected, nobody was there. When he resurrected, nobody was there. The only people who were there were the Roman soldiers. And about the, at the appearance of one angel, they all fell down and lay down as dead. So even they cannot have a good witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ because they are fainted at the glory and the power of the presence of an angel. Of an angel. So here, Jesus now starts appearing to his, his disciples. He appears to Mary. He appears to the, the, the disciples in their, in their, when they were locked up in a room. One time when Thomas was there, another time when Thomas was not there. And then the Bible says that he, he appeared to other disciples. At the end of the day, he appeared to about 500 different believers. So that meant that the crowd that used to see Jesus whilst he was walking on the earth, they were not there. So the vast majority of people did not see that Jesus had resurrected. It was just about 500 people who witnessed this resurrected Jesus. Who experienced him. Who heard his words. Now these 500 people were being tasked to go and tell the rest. This message, you shall be witnesses of me. When he said be witnesses of me, he was not now talking about the be witness that I was born. Everybody knows I was born. He was not talking about be witness that I, I went to Bethlehem. Everybody who is in Israel in my age group knows about me. It's not to be witnesses that ah, I used to heal the sick. Everybody in Israel, as at that time, I turned Israel upside down by my miracles. Everybody knows about me. But one thing that they don't know is that I have resurrected. I have resurrected. I have resurrected. So when he said, 
that they shall be witnesses of me. The witnessing is to go and tell the world that indeed Jesus was no a liar. He said he would resurrect and in three days he did resurrect. Let me tell you something. The strength of the Christian's message is in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is not about him being a prophet. There were other prophets besides Jesus. Did you know that almost every one of Jesus' miracles, uh, another prophet in the Old Testament has done it before? Even the raising of people from the dead. The Bible tells us that even the bones of Elijah brought a dead person back to life. So almost every one of Jesus' miracles, you see somebody having done it. Moses parted the Red Sea. The children of Israel went through. In fact, Jesus' miracle was even smaller. He alone walked on the water. Okay, he added Peter later. But Moses, over one million, two million people were all going through that miracle. What are you talking about? So, if it's about water and traveling, then somebody has also done it. Food was multiplied in the days of Elisha. Elisha multiplied food. So, which of his miracles are you talking about? Which of his miracles are you talking about? Are you understanding me? The only thing that Jesus did that nobody has ever done was that he died and he himself, he came back to life. He resurrected. He came back to life. And that is the biggest, the biggest story of all. The biggest story of all. Not that a great prophet came. Not that a great preacher came. Not that a great healer came. Not that a great miracle came. But somebody came and he, ah, he, 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 he predicted that he was going to die. And he predicted that he would go into the heart of the earth. And he predicted that he, on the third day he would rise up again victorious. That is our testimony. That is our message. That we are following a man who died went into the earth and he came back to life why are you clapping how can you prove that a dead man came to life how can you prove that a dead man came to life so because our word is not enough we need to receive power so that not only will we tell them that Jesus it came alive but by the proof that we are producing from our lives. Our testimony will have a certain tangibility, a certain verification. Listen, I'm telling you that this Jesus is alive. And he died and he rose up again. And he's telling you that we can all have life after we have died. Why won't you believe me? What is wrong with your leg? One leg is taller than the other. I've not been able to walk enough. Let me show you something that believing in Jesus is able to do. Leg grow and the legs grow. You have produced proof. Now, do you believe that me when I tell you that a man can die and come back to life? You have produced proof. You have produced proof. So, you realize that right after the encounter with the Holy Ghost in, the, in, 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 in Jerusalem, the Bible tells us miracles began to manifest in the lives of the believers. The Bible says it was the miracles. Listen to me. The Bible tells us when the Holy Ghost came and we were speaking in tongues, others were mocking them, saying, Ah, these people must be drunkards. Listen, the tongue speaking is not what to produce, it's not what to produce the fear of the people. It is when they begin to see us dabbling in the strange and unusual. 
you are. When you begin to see us manifesting a certain dimension of power, a certain dimension of glory, when they begin to see at that door, oh, we seem to be amongst them as ordinary people, the results that we are showing forth are unusual. When they see us able to heal the sick, when they see us able to raise the dead, when they see us able to cause financial breakthroughs in the place of our employment, when they see that, when businesses are collapsing, that is when our businesses are rising. When they see that we are manifesting the power of God, that is when they will say, that, ah, let us listen to this man's secrets. What is your secret? Why do you think that whenever a wealthy man does a program about how to be wealthy, you see many, many young people going there. Everybody wants to find an answer to the poverty problem. Everybody wants to find an answer to a poverty problem. If, uh, 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 let's say, give me a name of a rich man uh, in Ghana, despite saying that i'm organizing a program i want to share my secrets <laughs> i want to share my secrets how to become a worthy man <laughs> i'm telling you national theater will not be able to hold them <laughs> and i've already seen half of you already <laughs> because everybody wants an answer everybody wants a solution and the best person that you can take an answer to your problem from is somebody who is showing evidence that he has the results that you are looking for. Has the results that you are looking for. So he says that you shall receive power, that you may be witnesses of me. So that the message that we are sharing, that a man has been able to die and that man has been able to rise up from the grave, that message will now sound believable because we who are sharing that message, we are showing something that they can see, that they can feel, that they can experience. That they can experience. Those are proof producers. Witnesses of Christ, but not ordinary witnesses. People who provide proof or evidence that their claim is true. That what they are talking about is true. Listen, the Lord said I should tell somebody over here that the kind of power that is going to come upon the church in these last days, the whole world will begin to reel. Do you know, people begin to reel because they are confused. You see, when a drunkard begins to reel, he's confused about everything. Listen, the kind of things that God is going to start doing using the church, they will be looking at us, they will be trying to understand, but they will not be able to understand it. They will not be able to comprehend it. How come the best men, the best women, the richest men, the most influential people are coming from among these people who are not living like the rest of the world, who have just said that they believe in a man called Jesus Christ. That is what the Lord said. I should come and prophesy to somebody over here. There is a day coming and the day is coming very soon when the entire world shall begin to stagger at the power that is manifested in the church. And listen to me. Today we are sitting down quietly looking this way. When we step out of this place and God begins to use us and God begins to move in our businesses, God begins to move in our lives. They will be saying that who are these that fly? Who are these that fly? Men always ask questions of things that they don't understand. When God gave the children of Israel food from heaven, they had they saw no bakery, they saw no oven, they saw no flour, they saw no eggs, they saw no margarine, they saw no water, they saw no milk. You see, I know how to bake. Hey, but there was bread. So when the bread came, they called it manna. What does manna mean? What is this? It's a question because they don't understand. Oh, but shake it You are going to become a question to people. You are going to become a question to the people. When Jesus began manifesting his glory, they said, What manner of 
man is this? What manner of man is this? I see your name appearing, and I said, that What manner of engineer is this? What manner of what manner of seamstress is this? What manner of teacher is this? What manner of teacher is this? What manner? What manner? What manner of human being is this? Because if you provide him proof, if you show him for power, am I talking to somebody over here? What manner is this? What manner of woman is this? What manner of daughter do we have in the family? What manner of sister is this? What manner of brother is this? I ain't take the sotalabraya. Somebody shout power. God says, I should tell somebody, He wants you to provide evidence in your family that what you believe is true. He wants you to provide evidence in your family that what you believe is true. Oh, I just heard the Lord say I should announce to somebody their mockery is becoming your making. Their mockery is becoming your making. Their mockery is becoming your making. Hey, Charlie, come back. We go do some move. Ah, they go church. Say you this church. Ah, you you turn church rat. Hey, church rat, church rat, church rat. Very soon they'll be saying that hey, the church rat. Is not sponsoring my children's fees. Am I prophesying to somebody by here? Oh, the church rata is not paying my hospital bills. The church rata is producing miracles and producing ah uh, uh, results that even us who have given ourselves to business, even us who have given ourselves to other things that we know work, we are not getting those results. I prophesy that within the next five years, if Christ tarries, everybody in this room, God is lifting you into a place of proof, into a place of manifestation. I prophesy that within the next five years, if Christ tarries, oh, your entire family, the Lord is showing me a vision. He said that just like he did for Joseph, they doubted him. His father doubted him. His mother doubted him. His brothers and his sisters doubted him. But by the time God was done with him, they were eating from his hands. They were bowing down to him. Somebody hear the word of the Lord. Don't they doubt you today? They are going to bow down to you tomorrow. Don't they don't believe in you today? They are going to lift you up tomorrow. Because God is raising you and is lifting you up as a proof producer. Somebody shout, I am rising. Somebody shout, I am rising. Somebody shout, I am rising. You are rising in your finances. You are rising in power. You are rising in glory. You are rising in riches. You are rising in properties. You are rising in results. The lines are falling onto you in all the right places. Your heritage is a goodly one. I say your testimony is a goodly one. Receive that grace right now. Receive that power right now. Shout, I am a proof producer. And your father didn't believe in you. Oh, Bashan Talabaya. A brother in the Lord, sit down for a few minutes. A brother in the Lord once came to tell me, he said he was not a preferred brother amongst his father's siblings. His father had uh, his father's children. His father had many children. He had many siblings. Yet he was not the most preferred one amongst them. His father virtually did not push for him to advance in education. But Abbasin Talabaya, in his father's old age right now, he is the one building, single-handedly building a house for his father. Now all of a sudden his old age blessings he's giving it to him he's giving it to him he's giving it to him god has raised him up as a proof 
producer. His father was wondering, why are you always going to church? Why are we always following the missionaries that have come into our village? Why are you always reading these Bible things? Oh, Bashen Listen to me. Tarry with Jesus. Tarry with the word. Tarry with God. Don't listen to them when they are mocking you. Don't listen to them when they are insulting you. Don't listen to them when they are laughing at you. I can remember back in the days when I used to have a friend called Jacob. Oh, Jacob was a staffer at his uncle's business called Laban Enterprises. Oh, and Laban's sons used to laugh at Jacob. Say, ah, you say you are among our brothers and yet you are a slave. And his Laban used to change his, his wages so many times. Cheat him every time. You see, when you are not in power, anybody can cheat you. Anybody can cheat you. When you don't have what it takes, you don't have leverage. You don't have leverage in life. Somebody somebody must pay you. That's why many of us, some of us over here, we have left companies without taking our last pay. We don't have power. We don't have leverage. We cannot take them to court. We don't even have money. We don't even know the number of a lawyer. Oh, I can just picture the sons and the, of Laban, his cousins laughing at him, making fun of him saying that ah, our brother is our boy boy our cousin is our boy boy when they are in the house playing their video games oh my friend jacob will be in the field turning to the flocks but whilst he was in the fields those were times of encounters whilst he was taking care of the sheep he was out there in the fields on his own oh and it was a time for him to pray listen to me when you are going through loneliness in life it's not a time for you to cry it's not a time for you to look down on yourself when you are going through some trials and tribulations which gives you a lot of alone moments it's not a time for you to feel bad about yourself it's actually a time for you to meditate it's a time for you to consult divinity it's a time for you to connect to heaven by the time jacob had finished oh his retreats in the wilderness with sheep and with goats oh bashen telebria he had become with a man with multiplied visions he now knew how to manufacture animals. He knew how to manufacture particular breeds of flock which was not conventional to natural science. By the time God had finished with him, oh, he had become the major shareholder in that in the, in the, in the business, in that part of their country. Then all of a sudden, the children of the Liban, who were once mocking him, said, ah, this man is stealing from our father. This man is... Look, the man who had been cheated for 10 years, now they are saying, this man is cheating my father. Look, the tables are about to turn. I said the tables are about to turn. I said the tables are about to turn. I said the tables are about to turn. Those who have been mocking you because they think you are not married. Those who have been mocking you because they think you don't have a car. Those who have been mocking you because they think you don't have a certain property. Hear the word of the Lord. As the Lord lifts you up as a proof producer, the tables are turning. If you believe it, shout yes. The tables are turning. Proof producers, they give evidence. They provide proof that their claim is true. Like if you are going to become a proof producer, hear this quickly. You must understand the cry of the world. The pain of the world. Because the proof producing is not just something for you to become a conceited fellow. Many of God's children who are asking for wealth are asking that God bless me with finances. Is if you look into it, the, 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 the motive is conceitedness. 
so that oh i'll have money so that i'll have a car that oh, when i pass by everybody will see that i have a car it's not because they want a testimony for christ it's not because they want a, a test- and me i can tell you because i've ministered to many people and God has used me to bless many people. And many, many people, I'm sad to say, but many people after they receive their miracle, they, they, they disappear. They disappear until the next problem comes. Until the next problem comes. They disappear. All of a sudden, now, those who used to bow down and worship, and say, hey, Papa, hey, before soon, soon, the Papa even becomes, oh, my brother. Oh, my brother. Now you have been humanized because they have now been divinized. They have grown. Are you understanding me? That tells you where their heart was in the first place. Where their heart was in the first place. But if you are going to be in this end times, God is shifting. He's shifting things. In this end times, he's shifting things. And some of the things can I announce you that is shifting. It's not only from the way we said our God, is, uh, the wicked is gathering for the righteous to enjoy. Some of the righteous will be shifting from them. Write it's this prophecy down. Some of the shiftings will be from one church brother to the other church brother. Because one is more serious than the other. And the end time resources must be, ad- must be allocated to those who push kingdom agenda. Because now God is getting serious. He said the days of ignorance, God winged that. In other words, he ignored. He allowed some things to pass under the bridge. But now he commands all men. Did you see that? He said, commands all men, everyone who is a man, to repent. So if you're a Christian, you're a child of God, you're also supposed to repent. Repent in your heart. What are your motives? That some people, if they are in a relationship, and their beloved appears right now, peace is a secondary matter. Peace is a secondary matter. Oh, evangelism will be a secondary matter. Oh, you study your Bible at 6 a.m. Oh, I'm traveling very soon. Can you meet me? I say, oh, the Bible will not go anywhere, but my, my beloved is going to sit in there. Let me go and see him quickly. Secondary matter. Is it the way you are trying to steam your face? I know you are the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. So if you are going to be a proof producer, somebody that God can trust, you must understand what is the cry of the world. Let me tell you something. The world is in pain. The world is crying for help. The world is crying for hope. Many of us, because we grew up in our small environment, cushioned by our parents' support, we don't know what is going on in the world. People are hungry. People are starving. Babies, have you see their bones. You see their ribs. You see starvation. Some of the things that we call hunger is not hunger. It's just appetite. You have trained your body that every morning I must eat. So when you wake up in the morning, even when your body doesn't need food, you feel hungry. It's appetite. Oh. Ah. It's just appetite. A truly hungry person is somebody who the cells are crying for food. That one, the body has depleted all its resources. And you can see the body stretching. That is what true hunger is. True hunger. Oh, come on. Stop that. <laughs> but, 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 Pastor even send me something. I'm hungry. You are not hungry. <laughs> oh, 
I say you are not hungry. You are not hungry. <laughs> amen and amen. And that, if the person is trying to be hungry, tell the person beside you, you are not hungry. The one who is hungry tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Some free pizza is coming away. You see? When I was shouting spirit, spirit, nobody was shouting like, but pizza. You see the power of pizza. <laughs> Secondary matter. It is manifesting right here. In the house of God. No wonder the Bible says judgment shall begin in the house of God. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. You must understand the cry of the world. You must desire that you are the one that God is going to use to bring hope into this world. The world is crying for help. The world is crying for hope. All of God's creation is crying for salvation, for deliverance. Let me quickly run you through a few scriptures over here. Romans chapter 8. I'm reading from verse 16 to 25. I'm going to read very fast because a few things I want to point out over here. The Bible says, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Take note of the word suffering over there. I don't know whether any of you have studied the book of Romans and you have read from chapter number 1 through to chapter number 2, chapter 3, chapter 8, to chapter number 16. But before chapter 8, there's no talk about persecution or suffering of the Christians. So what kind of suffering is he talking about over here? When I first started reading the scriptures, I used to think he was talking about the sufferings of persecution and troubles that we go through on this earth. And to the Holy Ghost said, take note, every scripture, when it's being interpreted, must be in context. You must understand what it's actually talking about. Other than that, suffering, oh, uh, there's, there's a suffering that Jesus suffered. It's not the same suffering that is being used over here. So, what does this suffering mean? I will explain to you in a bit. He said, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy. I hope not, now you are paying attention to the, the verse. Are not worthy to be compared with the glory. Oh, hallelujah. That shall be revealed in us. There is a certain glory that shall be revealed in us. There's a certain glory. And many days or many some, some years ago, I used to think that this glory that will be revealed in us, he was just talking entirely about when we come out of this body and we get to heaven. But the Lord began to speak to me that this glory is going to start manifesting right here on earth. Right here on earth. Right here on earth. So when he said, Arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He didn't say that the angels will come to your light. He said the Gentiles. The Gentiles. Are the Gentiles in heaven or on earth? They will come to your light. So that glory is starting right here on earth. Somebody, you are not seeing your future. But I'm prophesying to you what is going to happen to you. Look, the way they see you today, they should just wait, give you a little time. I said, they should just wait, give you a little time. Put somebody beside and say, give me a little time. Tell somebody, give me a little time. I'm going to be shining shortly. I see God using somebody to dazzle your world. Receive that grace right now. for the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Who are the creature? Are they in heaven or on earth? 
It's for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity. Not willingly, but by reason of him who have subjected the same in hope. Because the creature, look at that, has subjected the same in hope. The creature is looking for hope. The creature is looking for hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered. Look at that. So, the desire for the chair that you are sitting on is for deliverance. The stones are looking for deliverance. All of God's creation, all the animals that you see around, they are crying for deliverance. They are crying for deliverance. They are crying for their true purpose to be made manifest. Is that shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also. Which have the first fruit of the Spirit. Even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wait the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is no hope. Oh, I could talk about this for a long time. For what a man yet, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. I've been sharing with you about a certain glory that God is going to manifest and is going to reveal. And now, as you listen to me and you look at your life right now, it's as though you see it not. But that is where you have hope. That is the place of hope. That's what I was talking about over there. He said that hope that is seen is no hope. Hope that is seen is no hope. Hope that is seen is no hope. All of humanity and all of God's creation are crying for an expression of who they truly are. After the fall of man in the garden of Eden, everything lost its purpose. Everything lost its place. And all of God's creation was kept in a state of vanity. Meaning they were not doing what they were supposed to do. I dare say probably mosquitoes cried they were not supposed to take human blood. That kakapet that dealt with you the other time was supposed to be your friend. That snake was supposed to be your uh, 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 gossip companion. <laughs> that toad was supposed to be on your shoulder and you'll be petting it instead of killing it. That Komodo dragon that you're afraid of was supposed to be your friend. But all of God's creation have been put in a state of vanity. <laughs> Go and continue preaching your message. Let me continue my message. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. The suffering here is not talking about the suffering of persecution or physical pain. It is the longing in the soul of man and creation for a higher purpose of existence. For man, it is for us to be released into our image as the sons of God. No, verse 23 says, not only they, that's not only the creation, but we ourselves, we have the, who have the first fruits of the spirit, we groan within ourselves. There is a desire in us. Look, the sufferings that the world is going through, when you study from the chapter number 6 through chapter number 7, you realize that there is a principle that the, the man of God discovered operating in man, and it was a principle of sin and death. Paul said, I long to do the right things, but every time I long to do the right thing, I find myself doing the wrong thing. Am I saying somebody sorry right now? I said, I will not watch that thing, but before I realize I am watching, 
I said I will not commit that error before I realize I'm making all those mistakes all over again. My life seems to be a cycle of sin and regret, sin and regret, sin and regret. But inside me, there's something that cries out for God. Inside me, there's a, a purity in me that is yearning for God, that desires for the law of God to be right with God. And yet, I am in a contention within myself. That is the suffering that he's talking about. And that suffering is not just in you. Oh, it is in all of God's creation. Look, whenever a wicked man get, holds a bundle of money, the money begins to cry. Because the wicked man is going to use that money for wicked things. The wicked man, the money is saying, ah, when will the righteous man have me? Because when the righteous man has me, when that man who knows who he is has me, I'll be used for the right purpose. I'll be used for righteousness. I'll be used for blessing many. So money wants to come to the righteous. Money wants to come to those who have understood their place as sons of God. As sons of God. Listen, when we became born again, the Bible said that we received the first fruits of the Spirit within us. And that first fruit of the Spirit gave us a testimony. The Bible said He gave us the Spirit of adoption, wherewith we cry, Abba, Father. So, the reason why you know God is your Father is because there is a Spirit, which is the Spirit of God, that has been put in you, that is letting you know that you are a child of God. As many as are led by the spirit, they are the sons of God. There is a spirit that tells you that God is your father. That means that you carry the image of God. You carry the image of God. Yet, in reality, in manifestation, you are carrying the image of flesh. But there is something inside you that tells you that there is more to life than what you are seeing. There is more to you than the you that you know. It is a cry. It is a hunger. It is a struggle. It is a groaning. More especially when you pray and you study the word of God and you see the possibilities. And yet it seems as though the possibilities are far away. It is a hunger in us. A test in us. As I, even as I'm speaking, many as you realize that in our hearts, something is building up. Something is building up. What is happening? The Spirit of God is giving you insights, visions of who you are supposed to be. And when you compare who you are supposed to be and who you are, it seems as though it will never happen. It is a groaning. It is a groaning, a desire for our nature of sinlessness and deathlessness, where the, the power of sin and death will be broken forever. It's talking about a desire for our nature of power and authority. Oh, what power. When Adam gathered all of God's creation and said, this is your name. And he said, yes, sir. When God, Adam said, lion is your name. Lion said, yes, sir. When tiger came, tiger came, I didn't know his name. He said, tiger is your name. He said, yes, sir. Then, then all of God's creation came to Adam. That's authority, dominion mandates. Dominion mandates. Dominion mandates. It was given. Adam was able to manifest because Adam was a proof producer. He was producing proof that he was a son of God. When the Bible talks about the manifestation of the sons of God, it's talking about those who are manifesting the nature of sinlessness and deathlessness and also of power and authority. Jesus showed us that power when he got angry at an ordinary fig tree. He came to the fig tree and said, a fig tree, I know your assignment is to take care of me. And when he got there, the fig tree said, I don't have any fruit for you. Jesus got angry and said, nobody will eat again from you. And he walked away. Authority. By the next day, the fig tree had dried up. 
The victory had dried up. He had manifested his nature as the son of God. And that is what all of creation is waiting for. Where we will take our place with authority. Listen to me. Some of you, by the time the Holy Ghost is done with you, you sit in a car that is, uh, how do you call that? Somersaulting, not catapulting. My God. Ooh. A vehicle that is somersaulting. And in the middle of the somersault, you say, car, down. And the car will obey you. A brother was sharing a testimony with me, and he had gone to the mountains to pray or so. And so he was coming driving. Whilst he was driving back, the car in front of him started moving and moving, uh, moving as though uh, there was no control. They had lost control of the car. Look at the Ebri mountains coming down to Accra. Hey, that's a death. That's death right there. He said, all of a sudden, he was so scared. Everybody was shouting, Jesus. Then the Spirit of God came upon him. He said, I speak to that car. And he spoke in tongues for a few seconds. He said, car, stop. As soon as he spoke, they don't know what happened. The car just stopped. The people had been saved. They don't know who even saved them. A son of God. A proof producer. A proof producer. Listen to me. God is calling out to you. I said, God is calling out to you. Look, he had delivered them from death. Christian, even the car is thanking him. Because the car would have been crashed. The car would have been crashed. If you want to be a prophet, producer, understand the cry of the world. The world needs salvation. You are, he said, Savior shall be sent out of Zion. You are a savior from Zion that God is sending to your world to go and save your world. Will you accept the call? Will you accept the call? Will you accept the call? Will you allow the Holy Ghost to use you to turn situations around in these end times? May that grace of a proof producer come upon you. The Lord is telling me that he's anointing people over here tonight. He's granting people a new anointing, a new grace, a new power to go and change situations in your world, to go and change situations in your family. And tonight, as you open up your spirit, that anointing is coming upon you. I said that anointing is coming upon you. Wherever you are, you want to lift up your voice and begin to pray in the spirit that father tonight let the grace of a proof producer rest upon my life in the name of jesus christ for the next two minutes rise up to your feet for the next two minutes everybody over here i want you to look into this message and look into your life look at the visions of the spirit and for two minutes you are just going to pray in the spirits power is going to fall upon people over here when you leave this place you are going to solve problems oh the other day it was a Saturday. Oh, some of the brethren went for soul winning. And when they went into the house of one soul that they had evangelized to, the woman was lying down weak. Could not do anything. Could not even rise up. Come and open the door. And they began to minister to her. And then the Lord gave them a direction. I pray over water. You know, because that's what they have been seeing me doing. And then they gave the water to her. And she drank. And when she had drunk, she was still lying there. And they remembered that me, what I said, that do what you couldn't do before. And he said, Ah, mommy, this is what our father has been saying. Rise up and do what you couldn't do before. The woman thought she had no strength. She didn't know that there were proof producers in the house. She began to shift. She began to wiggle. Gradually pushing herself up. Before they realized, this woman was back on her feet. And was doing what she couldn't do before. Why? 
true producers have come to a house. Some of you, as you are leaving this place, you are going to heal your family. You are going to deliver your home. You are going to change situations. Say, Father, tonight, let the anointing of a proof producer, the power of a witness, come upon my life. As I pray in the spirit, I receive that grace and that anointing in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice. I want to hear your voice. Close your eyes. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. And begin to pray as fervently as you can. Pray now. Oh. I can feel you praying. We'll be out of here very soon, but pray in the spirit. And I came to open to you on the subject of proof producers. Oh, I just see it now. Come on, pray. Lift up your hands and pray. I just see it now. There's a fire that is moving in our midst right now. Yeah, something has started happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. How hungry are you? How thirsty are you? Do you want that anointing? Do you want it right now? Do you want it right now? Do you want it right now? Sabala Katoriana Lababa Shataya. In the name of Jesus. Listen, last Sunday, our sister, is it Tilly, Matilda, right? She came to share with me something. She was so excited. Said, Papa, I have a testimony to share with you. You know, the previous miracle service, the Lord was using her a lot. But every time I move, I come and hold her. Every time I move, I come and minister to her. I didn't know what was happening. But there was warfare in the realm of the spirit. There was warfare in the realm of the spirit. She said, when she was coming, she called the mother to tell her that, Mommy, I'm going to church. The mother said, pray for us. So when she came, she said she prayed for them. She prayed for them. On Tuesday, her mother called her. Hey, my daughter, your prayer worked. We have just been delivered from an accident. If God had not saved us, we would have died. Listen to me. Some of you, the good news in your family is going to come because of you. The Lord is, tonight is a family salvation night. The Lord is telling you. Tonight, the grace of God is just for salvation of families. And so God is going to release an anointing that is going to affect families. Are you ready for it right now? Some of you after tonight, you see that changes are taking place in your family because of you. Amen. Say, Father, Father, let the anointing that brings salvation, that brings salvation deliverance, deliverance, power, power and, testimonies and testimonies in my family, in my family. Rest, upon me. rest upon me. Because I'm a proof producer, let there be a release of this glory in the name of Jesus. Pray in the spirit right now. Pray in the spirit right now. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Oh, I feel something over here. I feel something over here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Take it now. Oh, there's power in this place. There's power in this place. There's glory in this place. I feel that power. Oh, 
families i'm giving the keys to them right now to unlock their destinies holy ghost where are they now you will see them beginning to manifest the glory of god seven seven keys have been released one two three four five six seven yeah it has started now 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 bring them to me it has started now god is unlocking their family destiny ah, yeah, yeah. look at that i just saw an explosion there are two people over there two angels just dropped over there my god my god my god bring them to me now my god oh my god it has started right now the keys are being given you are unlocking the destiny of your family you are unlocking destinies now look at that look at that look at that look at that take it now one two three four five six seven take it now ay, 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 ay. I don't know. There's one more key I'm seeing. There's that is it. I see one more key. 
That family is being delivered now. That family is being set free now. That family is being set free right now. It's being set free right now. Holy Ghost, look at them now. 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 Yatana Kabradi Tatosahaya. Some of you, I don't know, lift up hands. We'll be out of here very soon by the Spirit of God. He's just working a brief work over here. The wealth of the family has been locked away. The prosperity of the family has been locked away. Look at that. And why do I see gold? Why do I see gold? There's a grace of wealth and prosperity. And there are three people under the sound of my voice. The Lord said that the gold is coming. The prosperity is coming. The wealth is coming. My God, my God, my God. Daddy, look at them now. Right now, in the name of Jesus, one. In the name of Jesus, two. In the name of Jesus, three. Take it now. In communion, in the holy of holies. Oh, oh, I want to be one with you. Fellowship, in communion, in the holy of
to release. Power has yet to release. What do you do with that power? Depends on you. Just begin to thank the Lord. Thank, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord right now. Yes. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him praise. Oh, I don't know, but I want to speak to some people online right now. As I was just ministering, the Lord told me that families, there are about two, three families that are being delivered, and there are people who are online right now. As I was just ministering, you felt all of a sudden it's as though you, some heat, as though you started sweating, started sweating. That loss that that was deliverance that was taking place, deliverance that was taking place. You are going to have encounters that will tell you that what I've said is true. Every one of you, one, two, three families, you are going to have encounters. The burden that has been on your, on your family. It's lifted off after today. It's lifted up after today. Amen. It's lifted up after today. Amen. The shame that the enemy wanted to bring you, the Lord said that it is cancelled. It is cancelled. It is cancelled. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You are somebody, you are online, you have been having some pain in one of your ears. One of your ears. Check you rather the pain is not there anymore. Amen. The pain is gone. The pain is gone. You are free. You are free. You are free. Hallelujah. Oh, no, no. If there's anybody here, you have no feeling or any part of your body and you want to be made whole within the next 60 seconds, I want to pray with you right now. I want to pray with you. If there's anybody here, just come forward right now. Come quickly. Come quickly. Lift up your hands as you come. Lift up your hands as you come. The Lord is granting you a miracle. He's granting you a miracle. He's granting you a miracle. I don't know whether there's somebody over here. Uh, just recently, you have had your money disappeared mysteriously. Some money has just disappeared up to now. You don't know where it is. I want if there's anybody like that, I want to just join them. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Glory to Jesus Christ.
I tell the world what the Lord has done for you? I think for the past, it's almost a week, I was having this pain in my eyes. Okay. I, I applied some eye drops, eye drops, but today I was having this severe pain in the right. In the right eye. Yes, but when you prayed for me, it's gone. Wow. Somebody celebrate the Lord right now. Only Jesus can do this. Only Jesus. The reason why we take this testimony is not just to give the glory to God. Just give the glory to God. You know, glory and testimony or thanksgiving delayed is almost like thanksgiving denied. And that is why I want to celebrate the Lord. And so that that is what your Jesus can do. Because he loves you. Somebody celebrate the Lord. And so you are going to check on your son. Okay, check on your son. The Lord has settled that matter. The Lord has settled that matter. Somebody wave your hands to the Lord. We give you all the praise. There's so much in the spirit. I want to end over here tonight. Amen and amen. Tomorrow is going to be an awesome time. And so tomorrow, I told you we are closing early in this meeting. So I'm pushing everything to tomorrow. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And we are actually going to really start the ministrations. Uh, starting tomorrow. Amen and amen. So tomorrow I want everybody to come on time. Hallelujah. Bless, how are you? How do you feel? Uh, you're okay. What happened to you? Tell us. You are having your dryness in your throat. Since uh, yesterday okay. morning when I woke up. But after I drank the water, it's, it's gone. Like, it at first I was coughing when I came. Right now it's gone. Right, it's gone. The coughing, the pain, the dryness is all gone. Everything is Everything gone. Everything is gone. Somebody celebrate Jesus Christ. No medicine, no physical, no natural medicine was administered. There's a supernatural. There's a supernatural. Listen, whatever you came to this place with, whatever expectation, have faith. God is meeting you at the point of your need. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. We want to honor the Lord with our offerings. Take a, an offering. Take a very good offering. And within this week, just believe God. This week is a week of spirits. It's a week of power. And as you give, know that you are given to connect with the altar of the Lord. I'll just speak over your offerings right now. Give your offering an assignment. If you are here, you have your titan, a special offering on honor the Lord with. Just get it ready right now. The ushers will help you with the right envelope. But Father, we send this offering by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Go ahead and give. Go ahead and give. Interpretation, but if you understand, <laughs> hallelujah! Bring it, amen and amen. Hallelujah! Tomorrow, when you come, uh, the 
I want you to just come and place it on the altar, just in front here to my right. Just place it on the altar. You want to bring the whole carton, don't worry. Bring it. Praise the Lord. The Lord showed me something as I was praying today in the vision. And I saw a lot of sicknesses have been released in the atmosphere. A lot of sicknesses. And some, it is from a lot of things that we are taking. The devil is spicing them up. Spicing them up. Demonic garlic and demonic, how do you call those things? The spices that you have been buying. Amen. And it's causing a lot of sicknesses. It's causing a lot of sicknesses. It's causing a lot of sicknesses. Glory to Jesus Christ. So the Lord asked me to perform this direction. He's going to cleanse our systems. He's going to cleanse our systems. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And this note, please, the maximum should run cutting. For a camera, then people have arranged the roof. <laughs> amen. We will not be able to even walk. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But then the Lord said that when we come, we should put it on the altar. Uh, by the time the administration will be over, power will be released. As you go, go and just drink it. The Lord is going to send. Some of you wake up and you feel refreshed. You feel empowered. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Tomorrow we are going to, it's going to be an awesome time. It's going to be an awesome time. And listen, everybody who comes into this program, I'm going to minister to you personally. It's a mandate that the Lord has given me. So if you come today and I've not ministered to you, tomorrow I will. If not, the day after, by the time we are done, everybody will have received from the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Who is expectant? Who is ready? Within the next few days, we are going to do demonstrations of the power of God. And there are going to be impartations. If you are looking for a new level in the anointing, come for PC. Come for PC. And the Lord is going to give us specific instructions that will prepare us for what the Lord has prepared us for. In the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. I said the Lord bless you. I said the Lord bless you. Rise up to your feet, everybody. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Begin to bless the name of Jesus. Begin to give him thanks. Begin to give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Thank him. Thank him for what you have received. Thank him for his word. Thank him for his presence. Thank him. Oh, Father, we are grateful to you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for the impartation that you said even as they go to bed tonight, you are going to visit them with. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that throughout this week, let there be mighty demonstrations in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. By the time we'll be done, diseases that have been there for a long time would have disappeared. Amen. Situations that have been there for a long time, the Lord has turned them around. Amen. I see joy coming to a family. Amen. I see joy coming into your home. Amen. I see a miracle taking place. Amen. This week, financial favor is released. Unusual miracles are released. Amen. Power is coming to you Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. the Son of the Living God. Amen. You are going to demonstrate that you are a proof producer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you believe he has heard this prayer, give God a mighty shout of praise that you've been blessed by this message for more inquiries visit our website www.ebenezerokronipa.com or call 0546-363957 God bless you